I slammed the proposal on the desk. I couldn't deny the fact that everything was in place. But everyone knows a woman should be at home cooking her man a hot meal, not doing a man's job. Plus, I couldn't stand the fact that she might call in monthly when she was having cramps or whatever it was women had. Krista shut down completely for three to four days every month while she laid in bed and moaned in pain. I was tired of thinking about it. Let me call my lady Chance. Hello, Chance. It's true, I said, clearing my throat. Hey, yourself. Shelly told me she saw you at Bolero's today. Yeah, I had another appointment or I would have stayed just to see you. Yeah, well, it's all good. I had a good meeting today and I'm feeling confident with the whole situation. Congratulations. Why don't you let me take you out to dinner so we can celebrate? I'm waiting to see how things will play out, but sure, why not? Cool. I'll pick you up at seven. Bye, babe. I left the office. I would handle the paperwork for the bid later. I was on a mission to make this lady mine. There was something special about her. I grabbed a pair of slacks and a button-down shirt from the closet and made my way to the shower. Slapped on a splash of Versace cologne. Got to smell good for my lady. I grabbed my keys, checked myself in the mirror one more time, and set the security alarm. I stopped by Lear's Flowers and picked up a single thornless rose. On the road, I called and made a reservation to Ruth Chris' steakhouse. Yes, Mr. Forlove, your table will be ready. Thanks. I hung up. I rang the doorbell. Chance came to the door looking so fresh and radiant. She wore a sexy, butter-yellow dress with thin straps that seemed to complement my cream-colored shirt. She opened the door. Come on in while I get my purse. Chance, you're gorgeous. I handed her the single thornless rose and gave her a delicate kiss on the cheek and lingered long enough to take in her scent. Thank you. It's beautiful. She sniffed the rose and smiled. Let me put this in a vase before we leave. Have you had any more problems with your alarm system? I asked. No, I haven't. Thank goodness, because I was spooked Saturday when that happened. Welcome to Ruth Chris. My name is Sean. Can I get you something to drink? The waiter asked. Yes. Let us have a bottle of your finest Cabernet Sauvignon and two of your Crabatini appetizers, I ordered. Excellent choice. I'll be right back with your selection. Thank you, I replied. So true. What do you recommend? I haven't been here before. The ribeye is the best with the asparagus and hollandaise sauce and sweet potato casserole. Oh, that sounds so good. I'll have that, she said. What? No rabbit food for you? I'm used to women ordering salad, I laughed. Please, I enjoy meat and potatoes just like you do. I let out a hearty laugh. (laughs) That's why I like you. You like hanging with the boys, but cute, she laughed. Here's your wine and crab teenies. I will toss the crab meat and sauce right here in front of you and fill the martini glasses with the crab mixture, the waiter said. Let me pour you a glass of wine, I said to Chance after the waiter left the table. Thank you. You're such a gentleman, she said. I try. I looked in her eyes and held her gaze. The time flew by as we talked and laughed and enjoyed each other's company. Chance. I can't help but getting excited being in your company. You're the most intoxicating lady I've been around, and I can't get enough of you, I said. It's strange. I feel the same way. It's just something about you that makes me comfortable, like I've known you all my life, she replied. Let's walk in the park. You have to do one thing first, though. What? 
she said with intrigue. Split dessert with me. Oh, I'm so full. Come on, just a bite. I grabbed the fork and cake from the bag the waiter had packaged up. Okay, you got me, she said, giving in. I pulled the chocolate cake out of the bag on my arm and gave her a bite. Mmm, that's sinful. I told you. I licked my lips. My turn. She grabbed the cake and held it up for me to bite, but she smashed it on my face. <laughs> she laughed and took off running. I ran behind her, grabbed her face, and we kissed. There, now it's on you too, I laughed. I looked her in the eyes and we kissed again. Do you know what a single thornless rose means, I asked. No, I don't. What does it mean, she asked. It means love at first sight. Really? She blushed. I don't know, Chance, but you're stirring up feelings I didn't know existed. She turned away. What's wrong? I'm not moving too fast, am I? No, it's just that I have a hard time trusting people. I've had a bad experience. I don't know if I'm ready to get hurt again. Who said I would hurt you? I'm just searching for happiness and someone to have fun with. I grabbed her hands. We can take it day by day and see what evolves. No pressure. Okay, I think I can handle that. We kissed again. Chapter 20 Chance When I got home, I showered, laid in bed, and listened to smooth jazz. I felt like I was in love, and it was the greatest feeling. Today was the best day. I think I got the job, and I had a great date. Boy, my life had turned a 360 from just a week ago. I felt as if the bed was spinning, and I was on the best ride of my life. Then, I thought I heard a noise. I got off the bed and went to the stairwell to hear the door getting kicked in. I grabbed my cell phone and dialed 911. Someone's breaking into my home. I whispered and set the phone down. I heard someone running up the stairs. Chance. He yelled, I will kill you. Come on out. I know you in here. Get out of my house. I yelled, running into the closet. I sat straight up. I had fallen asleep. I was just dreaming. I was in my own home, safe and sound. When was this going to end? I wanted to move on. It was 11.30. I picked up the phone and called True. True, I'm sorry to bother you, but... Hey, what's up? Are you okay? This is silly. I'm sorry to bother you, I said. Chance, I'm up watching TV. You're no bother. Thanks. So what are you watching? The news. But I'm worried. Why are you so upset? I had a bad dream. I told you it was silly. No, it's not. Do you want to talk about it? No, I wanted to hear your voice and thank you for dinner. I had a good time. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Because I certainly did. I was smiling. Okay, well, hey, I'm going back to bed. I have to work tomorrow. Call me if you need me. And don't worry if you wake me up. I require a little sleep. I'll talk to you tomorrow. He said in a sexy, baritone-filled voice. Thanks. Good night. Click. I hung up the phone. What was I getting myself into, I thought. The last relationship I was cheated on. We lived together, and one night I noticed he wasn't in bed, so I picked up the phone and heard him and her having phone sex. That's what started the whole thing. I had to get this off my mind. I don't want one man's stupidity to ruin what I could have with True. There was a knock at the door, and it startled me. I wasn't expecting anyone, so I tiptoed to take a look out the peephole, and it was True. True, what are you doing here? You scared me to death. I explained as I locked the door behind me. 
That's exactly why I'm here. You sounded terrified on the phone. Oh no, I didn't mean to disturb your evening. I'm good. I walked towards the door as if he would follow me and leave. But he laid his garment bag on and shaving kit on the accent chair in the foyer. He grabbed me by the waist and pulled me so close until we were almost one. I closed my eyes for a brief second to embrace the moment. It had been so long since I felt the hands of a man. So long since I even cared to be touched. I melted like butter on a seafood buffet. He caressed my face and kissed me. This was so unfair because I had no fight in me. I wanted to be held. And when we came up for air, I led him into the family room and turned on the TV. The pillow and comforter were still there from the last time he slept over. He sat down and patted the couch for me to sit down with him, and I did. We cuddled and slept through the night in each other's arms. Chapter 21 True I couldn't believe I woke up with a beautiful woman in my arms. I could get used to this and take care of this delicate flower and make her mine. What are you thinking? I heard a voice say, and I laughed. <laughs> Good morning, butterfly. I was just thinking how I would get used to waking up with you in my arms. Oh, really? She smiled. Let's call off work and spend the day together, I suggested. My assistant is out of town, so I guess I could swing it. But what are we going to do? Let's get dressed and play it by ear, I said. Sounds like fun. There's clean towels in the guest bath. She ran playfully to get dressed. She came back wearing a stunning black and white Chanel jumpsuit and what looked like five inch heels and a purse to match. Wow, aren't I a lucky man to have you on my arm? You clean up pretty good yourself. And you smell good too, she said. Chance was the finest woman I had laid eyes on in this town, and now I had to make her mine. We took a road trip and went to lunch in Cincinnati to the popular Papado Seafood Kitchen. Then we walked hand in hand along the pier. Where have you been all my life? I asked. I led her to a private yacht and we climbed aboard. What is this? She exclaimed. It's beautiful. I helped her down the stairs. It was too chilly to sit on deck. The interior was warm and cozy. We sat on the leather couch and cuddled up for the cruise. The attendant brought us champagne with the fruit and cheese tray. This is the life, she exclaimed. No, wait till we get to the Caribbean. This is nothing. Hey, I'm enjoying myself. Thank you, she snapped. <laughs> I laughed. She was something else. The next few days, we were inseparable. We laughed, played, ate, slept, and shared intimate thoughts about ourselves. Chance, I'm going on a business trip and I want you to come with me. She paused. I can't. My job won't allow me to get away. I'm working on a huge contract, but I'm going to need you to hurry back. She replied. Don't worry. As soon as I wrap things up in Canada, I'll be right back here holding you down. I don't want you to work. If you weren't working now, you'd be able to accompany me on this business trip. True. You're amazing, but I love to work. There's no way I could ever sit at home and do nothing all day. I have a bigger purpose in life. I have talents and dreams. I need for you as my man to understand and to support that. I grabbed a bridge of my nose. This was giving me a headache. I tried to understand her way of thinking. The way I grew up, men supported the family and the women took care of the family. It was early in our relationship. I had to mold her. Maybe I needed to give her babies to keep her home. Chance. I want to make this work between us. And I realize we're just starting to get a feel for each other. I don't mean to be so pushy and overprotective, but I love hard. 
I'm going on this business trip. And when I get home, I want us to focus on each other. I want to be your everything because I'm already feeling that about you. Join me next time for another episode of Mergers and Acquisitions. Look for me on social media at Books by Amber G and on my website at booksbyambergee.com. Like what you hear? You can become a monthly supporter of Mergers and Acquisitions by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts. Others will be able to discover my show. Thank you.